Hey, good afternoon. This is uh, Jeremy with the Sissel Christmas Tree Farming Podcast, uh, located in Central Kentucky. Uh, today is, I believe, 30 June. Um, go through our notes here. Not don't have a ton of notes because we haven't started shearing yet on any of our fields. Be the time of year that a lot of people are starting to shear or finishing up shearing their pine and probably going to start shearing their fur here soon. Um, what we do the past month or so here, uh, we, splayed, we sprayed some of our blue spruce uh, insecticide. They're more of a preventative measure in our area. Blue spruce sometimes get infected. I think most people's areas, the Colorado blue spruce, kind of get infected. So we sprayed, we sprayed those. Uh, I disc rest of field three and all of field four. So we disked and flat uh, plowed and disc field three and four. The rest of it. Um, Put 100 pounds of sulfur on field three, 350 pounds of sulfur on field four, 150 pounds of triple 19 on each field, and added an extra 100 pounds of ammonium sulfate to every field. Uh, Also added an additional 50 pounds of potash on every field. So, you know, you can tell lots. Lots of amendments have to be done on each of our fields, you know, year, year and a half, two years in advance, just to get them up to the baseline. I uh, got soil samples back, and it was not a, not a surprise that we lowered the pH on field three by about half as much as we wanted to. So this current application that we're adding should get it all the way down to about a little, little over six, which is where we want to be at. Um, and then the previous field where we had field four, where we haven't really done any amendments, it was it was uh, 6.9 on the pH, so we're doing the amendment now, hopefully to get it to six and a half. And then the next year after that, it should we should be able to get it down to six, and that will be plantable for us. And then we just have to do uh, 50 pounds sulfur every uh, every acre uh, maintenance we do when we do our spring fertilization. Um, on field three, which we will be planting next year, it got rye, I'm sorry, it got uh, fescue only on that. And then field four, which we'll be planting the previous year, it got rye and fescue so that we can start establishing that in that ground, hopefully to choke out the weeds. Um, We're having a heck of a time with just random weeds in field two right now, and that is my own fault because I did not establish, I did not get... The fall prior, I did not get the uh, the fescue blend established, so I'm going to take a little bit better 
did that now a year and a half out so that hopefully we can get more of the fescue reestablished after we plow and disc a field so that the weed seed doesn't take over. Um, let's see, field four, because it's still a year and a half away from being planted, it also got hairy vetch and it got clay peas. And like I mentioned previously, it got some rye because we had a little we had a little leftover rye, so I just went ahead and put that in there. So that is uh, full cover crop all the way till fall. In that, and then in late fall, we'll probably get rye on that as well. Um, just does the best over winter, and in spring it comes up really good. Um, let's see here. Uh, overall, the fields, uh, fields one and two, are looking pretty good. Haven't had a lot of death this summer. Uh, this spring, this spring we started off really good when we planted in March, mid late March, I think it was. Um, we started off really good. We had a really not overly wet March and not overly wet April, but we did get you know rain every five to ten days so it was it was optimum but since the beginning I guess you could say this since the middle of May till now we haven't been in under, under drought conditions but it's been extremely dry to the point where we in this area we've been burn banned a couple times so uh, and then uh, you know on field three first half of field three we're trying to establish this year with the trees um, I've probably got 40, four, between 40 and 50% death, and it's almost all canine fur that are dying, and it's almost all of the younger canine fur that we did we actually didn't order these. Um, we ordered from a, a tree company that had a fire this year, and we ordered the larger stuff, but because of the fire, they could only give us a small portion of the larger stuff, and they replaced it with the smaller stuff. Well, I knew it was probably a bad idea to accept it, but we kind of needed them at that point because it was harder to get anything for spring. So we went ahead and took them, and I would say 50% of the smaller stuff is, is going to die for sure. That's probably eight entire rows. Half of them are going to have to get replaced out of eight rows. Um, the larger stuff that we did have, it's, I would say, normal. We're at 20, 25% death, which that is, for me here, that's that's normal uh, loss in the spring going into summer. Um, as, as we've mentioned, we do plant in the fall. In the fall, depending on how bad winter is, we do have heaving. So it's just a constant battle of planning, replacing death, and just, you know, for people that have been in this business for a while, getting your trees to establish the first two years is is the hardest part as far as growing, getting the trees to grow. Not to say that they won't die later because of this or that, but at least it's been my experience right now if I uh, if I lose a canine fur, 
these canines that I'm losing, I know I'm losing them due to drought conditions and being so much smaller. These were two ones, and some of them didn't even look like two ones. Honestly, they looked like two O's to me. Um, some of them truly did look like two ones, but the majority of what we got looked like two O's. And I think what I'm hearing across the board is everybody's getting smaller stock now. Stuff we could probably take a year off of what we expect it to look like for most distributors. Not sure what's up with that, but stuff's looking about a year younger than it actually is based on the what the price sheet says. Anyway, it was smaller stuff, and it, it, and it suffered the most, and we will replace it. In my greenhouse, currently I have a couple thousand, um, and they're only a year and a half old seedling transplants that we have. We transplant them into pots, let them grow out all spring and summer and fall. They're almost the size of what some of these trees were that were supposed to be three-year-olds, and that's how I base my size comparison. Um, so we're going to replace some of those. I'm going to, I have some larger three O's that are, I guess now they'll be 3.5, three, almost three ones, three O seedlings that I transplanted into pots, one gallon pots, and we grow them out for half a year, all of early spring, all of summer, we'll roll, all of fall. Late fall, we'll plant those. It's almost like a three one. And uh, those are those are Nordman, and we're going to replace some of those with Nordman. Um, I'm looking at a lot of times when I take if a canine won't survive, the Nordman will, and if the Nordman won't, then we have kind of a toss up on do we have any Turkish, or do we just go ahead and leave it empty that spot, or do we throw a spruce in there? Right now I'm throwing a mire in there, but with them taking so long to grow that. That probably could be a mistake as well. You know, the only time will tell. I'll have a bunch of smaller spruce trees sprinkled in in these fields that I'll have to end up cutting down anyway. But I have them anyway, so why not give it a shot? That's kind of where I'm at on that. Um, I really don't have much else. Greenhouse, everything's going well. We're growing everything out. Chestnut trees are getting ready to get transplanted into larger pots. We're going to plant half of those, and we're going to sell half of those. And if anybody has anything, let me know.